The Hump, Episode 34, Pandemic Positives. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. And Chad Beeland. Very excited. Yes, we're back for another episode, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. We talked, well, we had a meeting like a month ago. We ran over all these ideas that we could do for shows. And since all we talk about in my house is COVID and whatnot, we thought we could break it into two episodes. Empire Strikes Back, Dark and Dreary and lack of hope. And then hopefully today's the Jedi version of it. Yes. We're hoping today is much more the Jedi version of the pandemic and COVID as we're talking about it. But before we get to that, what are you drinking tonight? I need to, I need to know you're not (laughs) drinking. No, I'm drinking. Oh, believe me. But I reached into my drawer because I'm was looking for something. And if you yeah. remember our last episode, the dark and dreary COVID episode, we both had beers with like skeletons on them or yes. like the Grim Reaper or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I reached in and the first one I picked out, I'm like, perfect. I'm not even going to. It is Toppling Goliath Dolphin Sparkles. Oh, Unicorn Sparkle Beer. Oh, do- oh I'm sorry. It was Dolphin Sparkle Beer. Yes. Yes. That's very upbeat. It's got lots of pink and a heart on it. And any. It- Anything with sparkles. Yeah, exactly. Anything with sparkles is upbeat. So, okay. What what kind of beer is it? It's a double IPA. Double IPA. So I did the same thing. I just reached into the beer fridge and I'm like, just looked at the, the nature of the can. And so I'm drinking, drinking the hopping nomad IPA, very green, very spring. Like it's a session ale IPA. So, I think that's a uh, Trader Joe's beer. That may be a Trader Joe's beer. I'm like, I couldn't even find who the brewery was, but I just did the same thing. I reached in and went, yeah. I'm going to drink whatever is apropos for the the theme of the, the show. I yeah, I think I got that. that and I gave it to you. Well, that's where most of my beer distribution comes from these days, Chad, or your discards. <laughs> They're not discards. I'm like Johnny Appleseed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like throwing, you know, goodness around. No, it's probably, yeah, that's probably better said is, is like Johnny, Johnny Appleseed. And you said this a moment ago. So last week when we chatted, we were chatting about the dark side of the pandemic and we talked about depression and all the different ways that kind of depression manifests today. We're going to talk about some potential positives and possibilities coming out of COVID, right? And we were just remarking on my very echo friendly looking can, right? One of the, one of the positives, and I think we may even touched on this last week. It was like, like Avengers end game where, you know, half the planet was eliminated <laughs> and all of a sudden they were talking about, oh my God, the skies are blue and we there's got there's whales actually- in the East river, <laughs> yeah, there are whales in the East river. And it's funny because I pulled up this, you know, for our discussion and I'll put the link in the show notes. I pulled up this article from Spokane, Washington newspaper, 
And one of the things they're talking about is the carbon footprint is being a positive with COVID because there's been less car traffic, I guess, in India. Was it like a New Delhi? I'm not looking at the article as we speak, but I think it was a New Delhi. They they said the sky was blue for like the first time in like 30. Like 30 oh, yeah. I mean, they were saying, you know, last year that L.A., that the smog was gone. Like, of course, humans are awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a part of that that's that's it's great now i'm by all means i'm not going to suggest that we've solved our climate crisis by locking ourselves indoors for a year right it's just it's just been a a silver linings byproduct Mm -hmm. of of the pandemic but one of the other silver linings and i think you know we experienced this last year's we got out a little bit went to the lake did some paddle boarding, some kayaking out on, out on the lake. And I think people getting outdoors has been a nice silver lining as part of the part of the pandemic. Oh, completely. I mean, I don't know. The older I get, the more I realize you can pluck positives out of anything. Yeah, it's been a horrible year, but there's definitely been some interesting things you've realized about yourself. And yeah, it's good to get outside and take a long walk, you know, whatever. Just get out of the house. That's always a good thing. Yep. Which, so us being B names and I'm sure, do you have to register your cars this month? Yeah, it's in March. It's in March, right? I figured as much with us both having B last names, we were in the Mm -hmm. same month. So I registered our cars and for the first time ever, they have that add on where you can get a parks pass as part of your online registration for your car within Kansas. So I went ahead and I'm like, well, I'm going to throw a parks pass on here for the first time ever. Is that what that is? I thought it was just like a donation to like Mm-mm. parks and rec or whatever. No, you're $15. And then I, and then, you know, leave it to me. I'm sitting there thinking about it as, a, as I'm registering and you know, we had to register three cars and then I make the registration sign up for it's it's for a kansas state parks pass and then all of a sudden in the mail today i get my registrations and i have five envelopes i'm like oh shit i screwed something up i double clicked the button and i probably paid for two registrations i'm like oh i'm gonna have to call the state ask for a bunch of money back completely forgetting that i'd gotten the parks pass and then i rip open the envelopes i'm like whew. <laughs> Yeah, I had four cars, so uh, that's March is never fun in that respect. Yeah, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that they allow you to do that. Yeah, so I look forward to us getting out here soon and being able to start doing that again. Exactly. Yeah, it's getting to be kayak weather now, so I think the official start of spring is Saturday. So I am ready. I'm I am ready as well. Any other positives that you can think of that you kind of seen or possibilities? Yeah. I mean, it's just the obvious. It's just been great to spend more time with the family and, you know, get to know my girls on a different level and my daughters, well, one's 17 and one's 20. And it's, it's been kind of fun, the transition over that year, like anymore now where there's just like no rules, we just shit, fuck, whatever, you know, and it's been kind of a pleasant outcome is you don't have to police your language as much and, you know. (laughs) (laughs) doing puzzles and playing games and just hanging out and, you know, they're becoming adults, which is kind of a interesting, cool thing. It's funny. You said that. So I, the first part of that, I am with you completely. So, you know, this year I've got grants 
a high school senior. And Beck and I were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. I said, one silver lining out of this whole thing, one positive out of this whole thing is his senior year, he would have never been in a normal year. He would have never been in the house. Oh yeah. So, you know, and based on our living situation, now that we move my mother-in-law in with us, he's around a lot. Mm-hmm. Has dinner, has, we have dinner together as a family where we were all going so many separate directions. We might've had dinner as a family twice a week at most, generally once a week, we were committed to doing once a week. Yeah. Now it's completely reverse. It's, it's more often than not that we're having dinner as a family and he's part of, you know, and he's part of that each and every night. Yeah. It's a little like when you, when they get in trouble and you ground them and you take their phone away and stuff. And then all of a sudden they're forced to like sit down in the living room and watch a movie with you and hang out. And then once you give them your phone back, you never see them again. You I know, mean, they're gone. Once they get fully vaccinated, they're, they're gone, which, they're gone. you know, I don't blame them. I feel the same way. Yes. Well, I, I have a feeling the entire world feels the same way as once they get vaccinated, it'll be just, but wild. We it's don't wild people. We just out. It's going to be nuts. Like you won't be able to get into a restaurant. Cause everybody's like, I'm fucking going out to eat, man. Like every night I'm going out to eat. That's what pretty much Beck and I, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, you know, cause I know, well, we let's go ahead and address it. So in our house, Becca, because she's a caregiver, essentially goes into nursing homes, what have you. She was vaccinated. Oh man, she was vaccinated. It's been, she's basically past her incubation period where, you know, the vaccine's taken hold, whatever she's been through. It's been a good three weeks. My, my mother-in-law is getting close. And then I got my first, first shot last Friday. Cause I was, uh, I had to wait my 15 minutes. First thought is I'm going to blow Chad's phone up. And, <laughs> and you did. <laughs> and I did. Right. And I'm like, man, here, if you don't have the hookup yet, here's how you get the hookup. And then, you know, I was able to get it whatever. Cause I'm teaching. And so as soon as I did that, my next thought other than blowing your phone up was, okay, I got to wait three weeks after my second shot. When can I go crazy? Yeah. Right. When can we go to a restaurant and go out to eat? And Beck and I've had that conversation around where are we going to eat? Let's go ahead and make the reservation today. Yeah. I think you're still going to have to stair step it. It's not going to be spring break immediately, but <laughs> like, I'm just thrilled that we could do a show together in a month in or person. so. You yeah. mean you mean spring break? I shouldn't be kissing strangers like in the middle of the bar. No, probably not a good idea just yet, but <laughs> I'd at least wait until summer to do that. Okay. But I think Becca may have issues with that as well. As well as people over just some semblance of normalcy. I'm, I'm very excited about. I'm with you. So how did that first COVID prick treat you? It was good. So yeah, basically everybody in my family's gotten their first dose now and nobody had any issues. I didn't have any issues. So I got mine Saturday and Sunday. I was just dog ass tired and Luckily, it was a really shitty day outside. The weather was bad. So I was completely fine with just laying on the couch. And I ended up taking a nap and watched a movie. And I went to bed early. And Monday morning, I was fine. So just some major fatigue. Major fatigue. What about everybody else in the household? Everybody else okay? Nothing. Nah. Nothing big at all. A little arm tenderness, but that's expected. Yep. Any of those are better than getting COVID. So we can deal with any of that stuff. 
Yeah, certainly. Our experience was now we, everybody in your household ended up getting the Pfizer vaccine, yes. correct? Okay. So Beck in our household ended up getting Moderna mm-hmm. and she also had COVID. So the word on the street is, you know, if you, if you've had COVID and you get the Moderna shot, it can be a little rough, yeah. particularly the second shot. Right. And, and then even Dr. Fauci came out a couple of weeks ago and they said, revealed some new stats that even if you've gotten, if you've had COVID, you probably only need one shot of the Moderna shot and you're probably fine. I guess mm-hmm. there's new, new data out there. Just saying if you, if you've had COVID, so Becca had it pretty rough for particularly the second shot where she felt like shit for two to three days. Yeah. Like it almost felt like she had the flu, you know, or cold like symptoms. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law, she feels like crap all the time. So after both shots, she just, we couldn't tell if it was her Parkinson's or any of her other ailments, you know, yeah. or, the, or the shot it's she, she now has to take low blood pressure medicine. And every time she takes new, her new meds, she blames her ailments on the new meds. So it's mm-hmm. like, we, we couldn't tell. Right. Was, yeah. Now for me, I was like you, I got the Pfizer shot and I'm sitting there, you know, it's noon. I come home, wrap some things up, did some shopping at Hy-Vee, which was nice too. Cause all chiefs merchandise, Super Bowl related merchandise was 50% off. So I cleared them out while I was waiting my 15 minutes mm. and bought some Mahomes crunch too. It was a dollar a box, little shout out to Hy-Vee, you know, you know how Becca loves Hy-Vee. Oh yeah. So a little too much. Yeah. So that's a positive out of the pandemic is being able to shop at Hy-Vee while you're waiting your while you're waiting your 15 minutes. So I go to leave and come back and I start working and I'm fine. I'm like, Oh, what's all this? People are talking about sore arms, side effects, whatever, just being lethargic and about two 45, it hits me and I actually fall asleep. You, so you're sitting me, you see my configuration here. Mm-hmm. I fall asleep on my laptop. Wow. Basically pass out. And then I'm like, find myself wiping the drool off my mouth. And I go, I got this nice chair over here. I'm going to curl up. And I woke up two hours later. Well, nice little nap. A little more than your traditional Buddha nap. Yeah. You know, I'm a 15 minute Buddha napper. Yeah. This was full on bear nap, Mm. like hibernation nap. Hey, your body needed it. Yeah. So that was, that was the only real side effect was I kind of like you, I was just dog ass tired. Like yeah. from that day and then Saturday, I was dragging ass and it wasn't until about Sunday. I kind of felt right. Yeah. I'd, like I said, it's a small price to pay. I'll gladly get it. Yeah, It's injected hope into my life, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> so speaking of hope, what are you looking forward to? What, what hope? What, what's going to bring you joy? We talked about the restaurants a little bit and being able to go out to eat. What, what are some other things you're really looking forward to doing? Yeah. I mean, the reality too, is we just, everybody needs to go out and get your vaccine. I mean, the, the yeah. four people that are listening to us, please go out and get it. I mean, <laughs> it only works if everybody gets it, Yeah, you know, and some really good news today I was talking earlier was, oh uh, yeah. so, you know, when Biden took office, he had a goal of a hundred million shots in a hundred days and they're going to hit that tomorrow. So it's only going to take him 58 days to get a hundred million shots. So he's going to blow that goal out of the water. 
Yeah. Now, if we could get a hundred million people, their third stimulus check, that'd be nice around the same time. I think they did 90 million like yesterday. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They did 90 million. He ain't playing. Yeah. And then I saw Missouri. They announced April 9th. They're going to open it up to everybody to get the vaccine. And there's actually 22 states now that have announced a date that it's open to everyone. April 9th, you said for Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is big news. Cause we were, I was hearing may. Yeah. It's, right. it's blowing up. Di's yeah. been volunteering. She volunteered twice this week at a vaccination site in Kansas city, Kansas. And she said today they rolled through like seven, 800 people. That's I mean, great. It's, it's really taken hold, which is encouraging too. Yeah. No, it's great to hear that Di's decided to on our, on our birthday week, no less, we should salute cheers to your wife. We didn't do cheers. Let's cheers yeah. to, to Di's birthday. Hmm. So yeah, just once we can get back to some normalcy, I mean, travel is always my, my number one. I haven't done anything in a year and a half. I haven't been on a plane, really gone anywhere worthwhile. Definitely looking forward to that. Did you guys narrow down a list of possible destinations? Yeah, I think we're going to stick domestic here. And I don't know. We're going to head west, I think, at some point this summer. Okay. In the car. In the we'll car. In the car. You're not going to fly. I don't know. Maybe in the fall, we'll take like a trip to New York or something. We've been had to cancel at least one trip to New York already. So, yeah. Well, I will send you the week and you guys are more than welcome to, I guess, tag along if you want to, if you want to get away and you're able to get away is I'll send you a week where I think we're going to head out to Colorado. Yeah. I mean, we're going to rent an Airbnb and I think head to Estes Park. I love Estes Park. Yeah. Dai's mom moved to Fort Collins, which is only like 45 minutes from Estes Park. So good. Just far enough away to not visit her. <laughs> no, I mean, we're definitely going <laughs> to decide to go by and at least, you know, see her. And yeah, well, sorry. If there's a bias around not spending time with your mother-in-law, I would be, I would you be, learned it. I'd be the poster child for that. Yeah, right? You've earned it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, going to a brewery, I can't wait to go and sit in the bar in a brewery, have a beer, go to a sporting event. I don't know. That sounds lovely. The, go to the, the movies, go to the movies. Yeah. That's the one that's on my list is I've been at 1am, particularly with the damn time change. I haven't been able to go to bed till a couple nights until almost like one thirty two am is reading like a lot of big block. That's the one thing I really met. Well, there are several things I miss, but one of the things I miss the most are big blockbuster movies in the theaters. And what's cool is there's just going to be a glut of them. I was actually talking to my oldest the other day about this. There's four Marvel movies coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Actually five. I think if you count the venom sequel, which that's a very good movie. And then next year there's like another four. It's nuts. Are you being facetious about Venom being a good movie? I love that's a great movie. You love okay. You like you must have a bias to Tom Hardy, who I enjoy. Oh, he's badass. Yeah. He but, is badass. Well, you didn't like it? I'll have to rewatch it. I'm not sure that I particularly hated it. I remember it getting panned. I don't remember particularly hating it, but I don't remember particularly particularly loving it. It's good. All right. I liked it. I'll, I'll give it a rewatch. I gave while we're on this nerdgasm here, I I gave Justice League 
a rewatch the the one mm-hmm. that came out in 2017 yeah because hbo max has been making a big deal out of Zack snyder's it came out today as we're speaking it, it came out today Zack snyder's justice league and i'm like oh whatever man i've seen director's cuts that movie sucked you know they're just going to add 20 minutes worth of footage and it's just going to be a little padding and it's probably going to be crap footage at that so i had no idea what the real story behind that movie was so then i start doing some more reading thinking that my assumptions were right it was just going to be a director's cut with some crap added footage and then I start reading in these articles and understanding the story behind it and how he had to leave the project midway through because his child was sick. Whedon finished up the movie. You know, there were a bunch, there was a bunch of controversy and basically the DC comics fans appealed to appealed to who owns Warner brothers, I guess, appealed to them around allowing him to, to do the movie under his vision in his vision. And apparently it's a brand new movie. Like he shot it during COVID. And like 80% of it's completely new. And it's also four fucking hours. But wow. the the Rotten Tomatoes, the reviews have been, yes, this is a much improved movie. It, But it's a completely different movie. I was going to pass it entirely. And now I'm like, now I've got to watch it. So I actually watched the, the first release just to get my bearings. Now I got to go spend, Grant and I are going to watch it. We'll probably break it up into two parts because it's like, and yeah. we'll probably watch it like an Avengers movie. Part one with two hours, mm-hmm. they get permission, then part two. But yeah, I basically cut out all DC movies. Like I have yet to see one. I really liked, I didn't even like the wonder woman. 1984 was crap. I don't like any, I've seen like 20 minutes of that justice league and that was more than enough, but maybe I'll go back and watch. I don't know. Doubtful, yeah, this, maybe this one's supposed to be okay. You didn't even like the Nolan, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Oh, those are badass. Yeah. I don't, okay. I mean, they're technically DC, but the, those are Nolan movies. Those aren't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Those are my, those are the best Batman by far. Sure. But yeah. any of these other Aquaman, it's all shit. I don't, not interested. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman was pretty bad. It was, it was pretty bad. My, my kids wanted to leave the theater during Aquaman. That's a bold statement because your kids like all those movies. Yeah. And they'll watch a lot of crap. (laughs) They will watch a lot of crap. Well, you ready to speaking of crap, any other, any other thoughts? What other thoughts you have around kind of positives or possibilities related to us kind of nearing the, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. The timing, I think is just working out beautifully because you know, the weather's starting to get better. Got our first dose. Just getting some good news. There's hope, you know, that's always a good there, thing. There may be the best of hope. things. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this time next year we can, this will be, well, hopefully not a distant memory. I think one of the positives, hopefully that'll come out of this will be some notion of healthcare awareness. Like I was mm-hmm. telling, I was telling the the woman who cuts my hair, I was telling her, I'm like, I think I'm going to wear, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to wear a mask every flu season. I'm going to be the guy that wears a mask on a plane. Am I going to wear it the whole flight? Eh, I don't know about that, but I'll take it with me and probably wear it on a flight. I'm going to be that guy from now on. I yeah. mean, you look at the flu numbers, the flu numbers were way down this year. It was non-existent almost. I mean, it's yeah. nuts. 
Now people are dying from COVID. So, but yeah, I mean, masks work. It's not really a controversial statement. So no. So, and I think there's been some good awareness for people that are willing to accept awareness. There, there's I mean, been good, good condoms awareness. work. Masks work. I mean, and again, condoms only work if you wear them correctly, just yes. like a mask. Just wearing like it as the chin strap, or you know, doesn't do you any good to have it hanging from your ear like an earring. I mean, it's. I don't know. These are things I never thought we would be arguing about. Your, your little public service announcement has me going all sorts of different directions around creating slogans for that. Don't let COVID fuck you in the face. Wear a, wear a face condom, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you cover up your junk, cover up your grill, cover up your grill. Oh man. Speaking of people that aren't covering their stuff, you ready to talk a little triple D? Sure. All right. So in this is actually, as most things are, taken from real life experiences. It's kind of like the time, you know, when Grant was born. Did I even, you know, when Grant was born, he was a, what did they call him? A 9 11 bump baby. Mm-hmm. So there was a real spike in births like nine months, nine or so months after September yeah. 11th. And when we were Becca, we knew she was going to have to be induced because she, she was just late. And we had had an appointment set for her to come in and be induced. And then the, we're having dinner at her parents' house. And basically we get this call that, oh, there's been a cancellation. Hmm. Can you come in tonight? We're like, who the hell cancels a birth? How does that happen? Yeah. How does that work? What, and so what took precedent over having your baby? I, I don't know if the, the person didn't need it because they went in or, you know, went in early. That's the only logical explanation is I guess. So they, yeah. Yeah. They went in early. So this is somewhat similar in the sense that this week's triple D move. And for those who are new to the program, Chad and I throw out a discussion. We don't throw out a discussion. We have a discussion, but we throw out a scenario and we discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. And so this week's triple D move, and this happened to me because I ended up, there was a little snafu at high V as much as I love high V. There was a little snafu at high V where they actually said my appointment was canceled. Somehow it had gotten canceled, but somebody didn't show. So they slotted me into their time slot. Hmm. I'm like, how do you know show on a vaccine? How with all the scarcity of the vaccine, how do you not have the courtesy to call? And at least let them know about the cancellation. So this week's triple D move is what do you call someone who makes their vaccination appointment and doesn't show? Is that a dick douche or a dumbass move? I mean, it's definitely something you need a little more context. I mean, if you know, they got in a car accident or something that's, you get a pass on that. But like, if you just got stoned and forgot or something like (laughs) it's, it's kind of a dick move because you know, you can only, they only have six doses per vial and they don't want to be throwing them out because that's completely wasteful that somebody else could get it. So and to um, your point, all of us need to go out and be getting it. Yeah. Right. So you're just, so without hearing the excuse, I'm just going to say it's kind of a dick move. Okay. 
And I like your notion of applying some sort of context to this. I mean, certainly if there's an act of God, like an accident that prevents an individual from getting there, right? Have a well, car accident. It nearly happened with my oldest. She had a 515 appointment at Hy-Vee down here. And luckily she left and got there. And all of a sudden there's a tornado warning. And basically she's waiting to get her shot. And they're like, we need to move everybody into the freezers. So my daughter had to stand in the freezers there at Hy-Vee, 20 degrees, shivering for like a half hour, waiting for the storm to pass. And then once that passed, then she was able to get it. But, you know, if she's in the basement here and I can't leave the house because there's a tornado, that's understandable. That That's understandable. And you don't fall within any of those categories. But again, like you said, if somebody, we last episode, we talked about how people are hijacking and damaging their livers, right? If you get hammered or stoned and you're not able to make it because you're a wasteoid, that kind of falls within the dumbass territory, right? And then somebody that just claims I'm too busy, right? Or they don't know how to prioritize their life probably falls within that dick category. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I'm with you on that. I'm so, curious, like how much this happens though, because it seems like at least people I talk to and stuff, like people are just like super excited to get it. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. And so I wasn't going to miss mine. I wasn't going to miss mine either. I, and you know, my son's getting his on Sunday and I'm sitting there going, we're, and we're supposed to be going to, you know, we're supposed to be doing a college visit. And I'm like, well, we're definitely going to be back from the college visit to make sure that you're, you're going to get your vaccination. Yeah, for sure. Well, it, it had me wondering as well, how often that really happens. I did see something that it, it it's pretty minuscule. It's like less than 3% of people that get their first shot don't show up for their second appointment. I think people are at least have enough information to know, like one's good. You really need two. You really need two. Yeah. And I, but that's a stat on the second. I wonder, I'm going to have to look that up now and see how many people may just miss, miss their appointment window on their, on that first shot. What's pretty funny. So your oldest, it surprises me. Those would have seemed like the perfect environment for her to get her shot in the freezer. And yeah, she got to, it's Pfizer. You got to keep it cold. Got to keep it cold. You got to wait out the 15 minutes. Make sure you don't have an allergic reaction. You're standing around. If you get the shot and your arm hurts, just lean up against the wall. It's cold. It'll highly efficient. Yeah. Highly, highly efficient. Any other thoughts about our friends that skip appointments? Don't do it. I mean, just make your appointment, get your damn shot. I want to go to Applebee's. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. So I know damn well, you're not going to Applebee's. You're not even going. To I would love to go to Applebee's about right now. <laughs> I mean, an awesome blossom and like a 40 ounce Bud Light. I mean, that sounds like a wonderful evening at this point. Oh my God. I'm not even going to Chili's for the queso dip. I'm, I mean, so where, where is the place that you're going? Do you have a place picked out that you're going? No. Cause I don't know when, you know, restaurants are, that's down the line. Okay. Just get together with friends inside, you know, that's, well, I'll start with that. We'll do that. Yeah. So here you and I need to mark that. So when did you get your shot Sunday? I'm going to be clear on April 24th. That's when. Two weeks after my second dose, which right, is when they so, say you got to wait. 
So Wednesday after that date, you and I can do the show live together. Yes. Beer together. All right. Let's cheers to that. Cheers. You're already drinking. Cheers. All right, folks, you heard it here in about six weeks. Chad and I are going to be live and together doing the show again. He and I don't skip your appointment. If you do, you're either a dick or a dumbass. There's probably some douchery in there somewhere too. If you think of a douchey move, move related to missing your shot, we'd love to hear it. Please get your vaccination. We want to thank everybody for joining us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, go out to the hump podcast website and sign up for our newsletter. Remember you can catch us live on Facebook, probably when Chad and I get together live, because I haven't figured out the new video solution yet. So when that happens and Chad and I are live this way, you are not subjected to video imagery of my bare feet. Don't forget to rate us and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Get your shot. Shot, shot.